Hi, I'm Jen. Hi, I'm Trin. And this is Friendshipping. Today's question is, how can you simultaneously compete with and support your lady friends? Interesting question. Friendship between humans has many benefits, but sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. As the first few seconds of our podcast indicated, this is Friendshipping, which is a podcast about friendship, specifically ladies and geeks in friendship. Uh, we care about this because we just really care about uh, relationships between women, relationships between friends, um, and we both agree that that's a really important part of our lives that sometimes we neglect. Well said, Trin. Thanks, Jen. <laughs> I think we're doing this because uh, there are some invisible obstacles in place when it comes to making friends with other women, and until... A couple years ago, I didn't even realize or really know that friendship was something you could work at or improve on. Yeah, it's definitely a skill. It's something that you've got to um, learn over time and uh, get the sum of your experiences and become a better friend and a more empathetic person. Wow. You're really on fire today. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's because this coffee is super strong and I'm super it is really strong. It. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. I think I made it. Oh, yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah. Oh, cool. cool. Yeah. <laughs> the beginning of Friendshiping Podcast, I took credit for Jen's coffee. <laughs> this podcast is over. <laughs> so um, do you want to get right into the question, or is there more background we want to give um, them? No, I think we should dive in. And Trin, you, we were talking about this a couple weeks ago, and you said something very wise, which is that when we get questions, we, we asked for questions on, uh, on the internet, and we got some really, really great ones. Um, and Trin, you said it would be a good idea to unpack the question, discuss why someone would ask this. Yeah, I think that's a good place to start along with actually addressing the question. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, let's start with the interior of the question, the interior of the mind of the asker. So what kind of headspace would a person need to be Mm -hmm. in to say, how can I be friends with people and at the same time compete with them? Um, So let's start with the concept of competition between friends. Because really, you know, comparing yourself to your friends is not in itself a bad thing because if you surround yourself with successful people um, that reflects really good on you and I think motivates you to do better Um, but that can be a negative thing right I'm a little troubled by the phrasing of this question like the word compete implies that you can be better than other women right that's a little alarming to me. Yeah, like there's a fairest in the land, and right. then there's everybody else. So there's the top, and then there's the rabble, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> the nasty, disgusting <laughs> the <gross> rabble. <laughs> so I think the idea that you have to be better than the woman sitting next to you is a total lie. I don't think it's a myth that people feel this way. I think a lot. it's very common. But I think it's a lie that we have to compete with each other. You know, it's just like when someone says uh, women are cattier than men or cattier than other genders. And what's more likely, women are cattier or that that's a biased opinion? I totally agree. It's biased. That's what the answer is. And it's reinforced by what we see on TV, what we see in the movies. And even though I feel like that's like something people say all the time, I mean, really, um, you know, taking into consideration uh, the portrayals of female friendships that we've seen in the past. And I feel like recently, um, like the media and and in art and in theater and in movies, we do a lot better job about like... Totally agree. ...about portraying women. And I think that's part of of the reason why we were uh, inspired to do this podcast because we've seen good portrayals of female friendship. Um, but those those old portrayals still affect us and still affect the way that we interact with other women. Um, we think mean girls. We yes, don't absolutely. we don't think um, uh, Leslie, Leslie Nan. Nan. <laughs> exactly. And you know, it's not like I, I want to punish the person who's asking this question because right. you're what you're feeling 
is natural and common, and everyone, every woman battles it at some point. You don't just immediately snap your fingers and become, you know, not jealous or not resentful. The truth is you have to work at it just like anything else. I totally agree with you. And even to this day, and I mean, I'm damn near close to my 30s, and this is something that I've been cognizant of for a really long time. I mean, sometimes I can see somebody's um, successes or um, their positive features as a challenge or as competition, and I have to check myself. Um, And I believe that the ability to meta-think to think about the way that you're thinking and to just take one step outside of the situation and assess why your brain is functioning the way it is, um, that's a really important component of being able to grow. Um, So don't feel like you have to shut this off and then all of a sudden things are going to be fine. Um, It's a constant battle. And and if it's something that's a priority to you, I think your friendships are going to be more successful in the future. Yeah. It's something you have to consistently work at. You know, yeah, I agree. Um, so I, I think we um, started already to uh, branch out into the exterior of the question, the, right. the way that the, the world interacts with the asker and how the asker um, should start to interact with the world, which is just keep checking yourself. You know, um, when you start having those competitive feelings, make sure that you're tran- channeling those into motivation and to, to a challenge rather than I need to be better than her because I need to be the best. And I, and I right. know it's not some zero game. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's room for everyone at the top and it's it's very easy to be poisoned by the idea that there's not. And we know when I read this question, I immediately thought of a scenario that's probably pretty common. Maybe you're, you're, you know, you're at work, you're at your crappy day job and you're sitting in a conference room and it's you and one other woman and a bunch of dudes, which is sadly a very common scenario. Very common. (laughs) And you know, maybe the other woman has an amazing meaning and knocks it out of the park and everyone thinks she's funny and impressive. And, you know, it's very natural to feel resentment in that moment or jealousy or, you know, close away and be mad at yourself or mad at her. I think the revolutionary thing to do instead is to be happy for her. I love that. I also love the there's room for everybody at the top. I want that, like, tattooed on my ass. Like, I, <laughs> I love that so much. I, you don't want to put, like, something tattooed on your ass that says there's room. But <laughs> oh my gosh, but still, like, I would want that tattooed that on my body. That would be a great tramp stamp. <laughs> Which is not to tramp slam. Oh, my God. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Yeah, we don't tramp stamp shame. No way. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. All right. (laughs) So as I said, it's revolutionary to be happy for this person instead of resentful. And that doesn't come easily. You might have to work at it constantly. You have to do constant reminders from yourself. Think of how amazing it would be instead of feeling resentment toward that woman if you were her friend. Instead of resenting the woman who was a million times cooler than you or happier or whatever it is, befriend her because it's so important and amazing to surround yourself with cool ladies as friends and allies. I totally agree. And and if you are and, and it seems that the asker has people who are her friends that she feels competitive towards. So ask her, um, what I would say is that if you have these people in your life that you feel competitive towards, who you feel are better than you in like one aspect or the other, that reflects really well on you. You are definitely cool in some aspect, in some regard, um, that you are befriending these people that are awesome. Keep track of like your positive qualities and like what's good about you and what you can teach your friends. Um, and it can be a really like reciprocal situation. You guys can learn a lot from each other. Yeah. And you might not believe this, but you've probably been the woman who other women have felt jealous or admiring of. And it's really hard to believe that, I know, but it's you are probably every day on both sides of it. I and totally if, if you're lucky enough to have that many women in your life, you're in a good position. And oh, yeah. th- th- look at yourself through your friend's eyes once in a while. I you might like yourself a little bit more. 
just like, you know, build a rebel army of Amazonian, <laughs> terrifying, successful, funny, interesting women. And then make everyone else nervous. All the time. <laughs> Terrify them. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. Yeah, I totally agree, Trin. Your friends say a lot about you. Jen, you say a lot about me because you I do cool. literally say a lot about you. <laughs> the other day we were podcasting. Oh, no, we were streaming Dragon Age, and Jen's testing her mic, and she's like, test, test, Trin's the best. It was possibly the greatest moment of my life. I mean, yeah. it's definitely up there. That <laughs> was a good moment. I didn't even know I was doing it. <laughs> so I have in our end notes here that we said it's so important to think about the way you think about things. Yeah, I like that a lot, too. I think that applies in a lot of situations, too. Um, I think that, like, one of the number one things that I learned in my many years in therapy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Between uh, between you and I, we have many years in therapy combined. <laughs> got, like, three decades in therapy. Oh, man. Oh. I think, when do you just, like, transcend and just become a therapist yourself? <laughs> like, you have to go to many years of medical school. <laughs> I think you kind of, like, are almost there by now, Trin. Oh, yeah. No, no, yeah. Well, because, I mean, so, so therapy is not just, like, a cry fest, it's, which is, you know, a wonderful thing to use therapy for, in my opinion, but it's also, like, an opportunity to learn and to, to move forward in your life and, and take more, like, life lessons and approach life differently. Um, and one of, like, the best things that I ever learned um, was to take a step back, like I said earlier, um, and assess why you're thinking the way you are because you just can't grow Right. Like otherwise, if we could just answer the question directly, all I would say to this person who is obviously on the right track because they're even thinking about this Mm -hmm. and questioning themselves. So I think they're already like more than halfway there. Challenge the way you think. And it might feel inauthentic to like go out of your way to befriend the cool lady in your office, but it gets easier. It becomes more natural, like to walk up to her desk and give her a compliment or be like, you kicked ass in that meeting. Yeah. (laughs) You rule. Nuck it. A good way to think about it is, um, okay, never watch NASCAR, but if you do, um, <laughs> there's there's these things called, like, the pit crews. So, like, you know, somebody will take a few laps and, like, their tire will get a little wobbly and, like, they'll go to the side and there'll be this, like, squad of, like, five people that'll come on and, like, you tighten their, oh their tires and stuff. You are in your friend's pit crews and they are in yours. And sometimes they're taking the lap and sometimes you're taking oh the lap. Oh, my God. This and- is blowing my mind. <laughs> Well said. Thanks. But uh, the better that you do for them, the better they'll do for you because you are learning how to tighten each other's tires every time you take a pit stop. This is such a good sports metaphor. This is the worst. No, it's great. I hope you guys liked it as much as Jen did. (laughs) I'm beaming right now. (laughs) That's really great. Thank you guys so much for listening. We want to do this as often as we can. We also have some questions backlogged right now, so we're really excited to get to those. Yeah, and if you have any new questions, um, go ahead and ask him to ask.fm slash all one word, Jen and Trin. Um, Jen has two N's. Oh, yeah. The second N stands for nasty. (laughs) (laughs) It stands for no, Trin. All right. See you guys hopefully next week, yeah, right? See you. Yeah, I hope so. Let's oh, do this every so. week. Yeah. Oh, Bye. and happy Valentine's Day. Oh, my gosh. Happy freaking Valentine's Day. Happy mother flipping Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. That went well. New friendship at the problem. Uh, I'm trying to think of the word that I'm trying to think of real quick. Take your time. Thank you. <laughs> I just cut out all the silence. No, leave it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs>